This is the Luminous Podcast. Welcome back. We're continuing to look at beauty, communion, and peace of these values. Today we're looking at communion. Welcome back. The way of Jesus is inevitably communal. But communion is intrinsic to a life of faith. We long for a sense of belonging. A belonging to one another and a belonging to something bigger. We weren't meant to live out our faith in a vacuum of isolation. We were meant to process, translate, and discuss the way in a communal setting, an environment that's safe, helpful, nourishing, Much of life continues to gear us to be self-centric. So it is on us to practice the work of the people, the liturgia, on Sundays to be the liturgy Monday through Saturday. Koinonia is the Greek word which means communion. Joint participation. The share of one has in everything. A collection. A contribution. It identifies the idealized state of fellowship and unity that should exist within the church. Big C. Historically and theoretically, this has a higher success rate within a parish life. Intentionally smaller, with lesser show and distraction, lesser numbers. Now, there can be a drastic contrast between communion and consumerism. And we're barely scratching the surface within the next few moments. A.W. Tozer says, the church that can't worship must be entertained. And worship has many different layers and levels to it. It is not simply the act of singing during a worship service or gathering. And on that note, we've sung I and me on Sundays for so long that we've ended up worshiping ourselves. Forgive me if you've heard me say this before, but it is imperative for us to wrestle with the status quo of always coming with this broken record of me, 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 I, There is 
an absence and void of us and we together. A few years ago, I spoke to a small group of writers. We focused on this idea. I brought up the the concept of what if we could write and sing and celebrate us more in our togetherness, our koinonia of our collective contribution. And they struggled with what I meant in writing from more of a place of we because we had been geared to write from a me and I standpoint. When we dug into that little by little, I realized that it is more difficult to write about something that you haven't experienced. Even in our tribal mentality of connecting ourselves to a bigger picture or quite frankly the consumerism allure of a brand we love the idea and the concepts behind what maybe a church stands for or a movement stands for or a brand and we say "Ooh, this is minimalist I like this or this is justice driven or this is Whatever. And that alone may not be the most horrible thing, but when it's more about the function that keeps it managing its brand more than the formative process of communal worship that can begin to break down and leave us a little disoriented and potentially even harmed. I believe that the community and the fullness of the sense, a place that all its creatures in the smallest unit of health, and that is to speak of the health of an isolated individual, is a contradiction in terms. Words of Wendell Berry. See, I'm not creating rhythms to be with God and to be with one another. Our Expectations should be realistic, and that comes from patience, awareness, and mindfulness of the big picture. Most of us paint our current situation in the light of a previous experience, be it positive or be it negative. And the Eucharist is the center of our worship. This has biblical framework from Christ himself. And at the center of the Eucharist, Christ 
his life, death, and resurrection. Jesus is and always has been known in the breaking of the bread. I've heard so much from people over the years expressing their contempt or dissatisfaction or frustration with church or a specific church. This reveals itself in our church growth in our numbers. 1% of actual church growth comes from a new convert, a new conversion. Churches are birthed, expanded from other church attendees. Not trying to be a downer or someone pushing against the mainstream of our mega church world. I'm simply just pointing out some observations in the light of communion, our communion with God personally and collectively. When all else fails, the heart of worship can be found at the table. For Christ is always known in the breaking of the bread. Through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we have a deep and constant communion with God, enabling His kingdom come and His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. John 15 speaks of I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because the word has been spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine Neither can you, unless you abide in me. A beautiful picture of the togetherness and the koinonia found in a biblical communion concept. Henry Nouwen says, First, we must call people to communion with God, to intimacy with God, to a sense of belonging, Most people are lost, confused, alienated. They suffer and struggle immensely in relationships. We have to proclaim loudly and clearly in our actions and in our words that God loves us, that we belong to God. That's the call to the mystical life. Communion encourages grace, trust, and eventually begins to leave fingerprints on everything that it touches. It allows us to choose to keep our souls healthy rather than fatigued and consumed. 
from a consumer view, we take communion. But from a communion view, we receive. Thomas McKenzie writes in the Anglican way, The communion table that we see on Sunday is a small part of a much greater table. This table extends around the world, throughout time, and into the throne room of heaven. We celebrate this feast with everyone who has ever partaken of it, and with everyone who will ever partake. We are part of one great eternal community in Christ. I'm guessing that all of us bring an expectation to the table when it comes to what it means to commune with one another, what it means to commune with God. And again, in this episode, in this concept of unpacking the idea of communion, this is just scratching a macro surface that helps us to maybe begin to open ourselves to this concept. But it only plays out on a practical level when you immerse yourself in some way. On the next episode, we will talk about peace and what it means to embody peace. And it is most certainly easier said than done. Thanks for being with us again with the Luminous Podcast. You can find us at luminousparish.com. May the peace of our great God be with you, and may you share this peace with everyone you meet. Mm-hmm.